Mooney, Wormtail, Padfoot, and Prongs present the Maraudcast. Welcome to episode 10 of the Maraudcast. Wow, we've already done 10 episodes? That's weird. Um, this is a podcast that a bunch of Harry Potter fans are coming together to make. My name is Casey, my pronouns are she, her, and if you forgot, I'm your host. Just a reminder, there may be some weird tech issues, so please try to ignore them. I also wanted to say that all of our episodes and the podcast in general is dedicated to all the lives lost from the pandemic and all essential workers and everyone who has followed all precautions and guidelines of the past year. We know how hard it's been for the past over a year now, and we hope to bring you a little joy through the podcast. In today's episode, we will be talking about the Battle of Hogwarts, as we are recording this the day before the anniversary of the Battle of Hogwarts, and then we will do a quiz about it because why not just a reminder if you have not listened to our first nine episodes go listen to those first before we start we have a message from our sponsor it's me i actually have another message again okay so if you're an abusive relationship household or friendship please get out of it pull a serious freaking black and get out um, please know that there are trusted adults around you, especially at your school. I know it can be very difficult, but you need to tell adults because, trust me, children cannot help you. They're not going to be able to help you. They can listen, but they cannot help. Um, I also wanted to say that we're all struggling with different things right now. Um, personally, I'm going through a lot right now, so if we aren't updating every t- Tuesday and Friday... Um, just know that we have personal lives and we also have personal issues as well. Um, Jet's about to finish school, so they're probably very stressed out. I'm over here just dying constantly. I'm not doing that well, but we're not going to talk about that right now. But anyway, enjoy the episode. And I'm going to let everyone else introduce themselves now, so go ahead, Milo. Hi, I'm Milo, if you didn't hear. Um, I'm trying out new pronouns, so please use they, them. I'm a Hufflepuff, a regular on the podcast, and I'm the resident James Thank you. Go ahead, Jet. Uh, hi, my name is Jet. Um, I go by they, them pronouns. Um, I am a Ravenclaw and a regular on here. And the rest of the Remus Lupin. And yes, I am really stressed because I'm um, on my last week of school now. <laughs> Thank you. Go ahead, Alondra. Hi, I'm Alondra. I use she, they pronouns. I am a Ravenclaw and I am the resident Regulus Black. I'm the resident nobody because I'm a mix of too many humans. Anyways, um, our first segment today is about the Battle of Hogwarts because... I'm upset, and in general, so we're going to do something that's going to make me even more sad. So, first of all, the way the Battle of Hogwarts was written and betrayed, in my opinion, especially, not, especially in the movie, the way it was betrayed, not very well, in my opinion. Not a fan. But I think, I think there's a lot of things that could have been different about the Battle of Hogwarts and just a lot of, like, the parts of the wars in general, like... For example, honestly, I don't think, I don't think it's, I think it's kind of weird that only one of the Weasleys died. Like, as bad as that sounds, there's so many of them. They they literally made up most of the order, and they're just like, only Fred died, which didn't make sense in my mind. And I kind of almost 
think that one of the more prominent characters should have died because I feel like it would have been a lot harder. And, like, because, like, when you're in a war or when you're in that situation, it's kind of like not everyone's going to make it. It doesn't matter if they're the most popular person ever. There's a very low chance of them making it sometimes. And then also... Still pissed off that Ramus Lupin died, but we're not gonna go into that. I'm gonna let everyone else talk. Do you mean, like, one of the Golden Trio members? I mean, yeah. I feel like, almost like... I think we're gonna get into this with another episode. Personally, I've always thought that Draco should have died. Let me explain. Let me explain before I get my Draco lovers out there to hate me. Um, First of all... His redemption arc, he should have had one. He didn't. That's why I don't like him. But he should have. And I can acknowledge that. His, I kind of wanted him to almost have, like, a regular Splack situation, but not necessarily that. So, like, I kind of wanted him to go to the other side or, like, stay on the side and then Voldemort go all tantrum on everyone and kind of, like, be, like, about a cadavra because I felt like... Or, like, I kind of wish he just did something. Just, like, to prove that he was a good person. Because I want him to be a good person. I just... I, either Draco or, like... I don't know. Like, I kind of could see Ron or Hermione dying. Or even Harry. I don't know. I just... I didn't think okay. that just Fred Weasley dying was very realistic. So, I actually have something on that. I personally think Hermione should have died. Because she was a muggle-born and she was just so likely to die... I was waiting for her death all the way through the seventh book, and I was surprised that it didn't happen. Yeah. Um, I also, like, I also think that, like, I kind of like, okay, so we don't like J.K. Rowling, we know that, but I almost kind of like the way that Ramus and Tonks die. I also hate Ramus and Tonks together, but the way it was, like, the series started with an orphan child, and the series ended with an orphan child, which I feel like really shows the message that a lot of children are orphaned during wars, which I felt like it was a good oh. thing, but, like, yeah. I didn't want them to die. Kiron wasn't going to kill off Remus and Tonks, but she had an end of a minute, so last decision to chain, to kill them off. Mm-hmm. Okay, so with, um, with what I heard, I'm just going to put this out there. It's like with the whole Sirius thing. She she says she killed off Sirius because Harry was becoming too not tragic, almost. Like, he had a parental figure. And it was originally going to be Arthur Weasley. Yeah. And that just rubbed me the wrong way because I feel like, of all the things, I feel like Harry having a parental figure to help him through that, I feel like that would have made a better story. Yeah. And, yeah. and, um, my opinion, Ramadora seemed really forced to make that orphan child, and I would have really liked it if, um, it were, like, someone who was their age, who, like, maybe, because they were all 17, who maybe had a baby that year, or even Bill and Fleur, and they, like, just had a baby, and mm-hmm. then they died, because at least then the relationship wasn't forced for the reason of an orphan. I also just want to... Yeah, I agree with that. I want to quickly point out, why the hell was Ginny Weasley and Colin Creevy fighting in that war? They should not have been fighting. They are children. They were? Oh. Yes, they, because they Colin were trying... Creevy, they were trying to... Colin Creevy died. 
I remember that. I cosplayed him in Love Long After. And Ginny Weasley was in the room of requirement until um, until Harry, Ron, and Hermione went in there in search of the diadem, and then um, she ran out into the war. Yeah, I still think they should have made sure they all left. Like, that should have been, like, the one of their I number think- one priorities, just because, like, well, first of all, yeah. Ron, Harry, and Hermione really shouldn't have been involved in the war until they were older, but, like, I I know why they had to be, especially Harry, obviously, but I don't know. It's always just been, like, there's so many people in that war that should not have been there, that should not have died. I think, I think that Ginny going into there... I think it was just really a mark on her stubbornness and bravery, though. Yeah, I kind of yeah. liked Ginny going into the battle, but I don't think she should have. Yeah, I, yeah because I don't think she should have, but I think she did because of how strong she is. Yeah, I yeah. also kind of think that Ramus and Tonks, like, as like I know they're part of the Order and they're like those people, but like risking their lives when they have an actual newborn child at home was probably not the best decision. I don't think that's very realistic either, by the way. I'm just putting this out there. So Remus leaving Tonks at home and then, like, trying to fight, I like to think that that's a mark of just how unhappy he was. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people like to say that Tonks made him happy, but he did try to leave her. Yeah, I, but that was, that. I feel yeah. like that could also be because he was scared. I think Ramus truly did love Tonks. He just wasn't in love with her, if that makes sense. Also, I think it was the platonic brother-sister yeah. love. Yeah. That's and why also, I... Yeah. Also, That's... I feel like... I feel like Ramus should have just, like... I feel like Ramus almost wanted... Like, just... Like, not because he wanted to leave his chi- an orphan child and his wife and stuff, but I honestly think... He was ready to be reunited with his brothers, well, his brother and Sirius, and, like, I think he was ready to be reunited with his mom, and, like, just, like, I think he was ready to give up, almost, like, so he was, like, kind of sacrificing himself, because he was kind of just, like, he was the last one to die, he was probably the, actually, if you think about it, it's kind of sad, because James probably wanted to live the longest out of the four of them, but he died first, and Ramus wanted to live the least amount of time, and he died last, so I kind of think he was just like, okay, yeah, I'm ready to go back to my best friends and my husband now. I still stand by Teddy was adopted, and they were each other's beards. Or even Tonks metamorphed during sex. (laughs) No, please. Just... Yeah, I, um, I think that it wasn't necessary for it to be uh, the whole thing of that having to have another orphan, especially with um, that it was one of the like final adult figures that Harry still hooked up to. He hooked up to Remus. He had done so ever since he was his teacher. Yeah. Uh, which was even more obvious when you look like, for instance, how Danny Radcliffe noticed that too. That's why he portrayed Harry the way he did in the fifth book, for instance, with the cardigan. I think we can all agree that Daniel Radcliffe is Harry Potter. Like, I could not picture anyone else as yeah. Harry Potter. He was more Harry, he's more Harry Potter as himself than what he played him, actually, when you think about it. Yeah, um, yeah, because Daniel yeah. Radcliffe was given directions to be really broody, which just wasn't Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> so, as himself, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but 
you know what i, I just I want think to bring that... something up real quick the one thing that wasn't in the movies that made me so pissed off about the battle of Hogwarts. i mean there's multiple things that well the main one is ron not leading like helping the house elves out and stuff and like like getting oh, yeah. them out or whatever because that like i feel like that really showed how much he actually did truly love hermione and like supported her even though because i feel like the movies especially made it blow to him not like never supporting was, her in anything that she cared that was about also, that was also just such a moment of growth for ron because yeah. he used to always scoff at um s-p-e-w and then all of a sudden he's saying saying we need to save the house elves like yeah. i think that was just such a moment of growth for him yeah and they just cut it out completely yeah. um i was gonna say something i forgot about wait uh it was about wow big brain moments um yeah, and I agree with the with the robot or anything, but I think that needs to be, a, a, be an episode of its own because you know for a fact that I think none of us are that big of fans of the ship, so I think that needs to be an episode of itself. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think it was. We didn't need the ship. We didn't need them to. We didn't need them as a couple. I think it would have. Uh, I think he would have done a greater impact had it been like you mentioned with, for instance, like Bill and Fleur. I think that would have been way better. Also, because when you think about it, how young um, James and Lily were when uh, when they died, Bill I think that would be a way better parallel. Bill and Fleur were very likely their age, if not a little yeah. Or around their age, at least. So I think that would have made it much better. Yeah. Yeah, but I also feel like... Also, if we're talking about um, scenes that got cut from the movies, what really pissed me off was the St. Mungo's Mungo's, Mungo's scene where um, with Frank and Alice. Yeah. That should have have stayed in because it it kind of explains a lot about Neville. I also have another it thing. Does. I feel like during, like before the Battle of Hogwarts even happened, I feel like Dumbledore or whoever should have shown Harry memories of like in the in the thingy of um the first Wizarding War, so he kind of knew what was gonna happen. I mean, obviously the second one ended yeah. a lot bigger than the the first one, but like it would have shown like how his parents dealt with things and like that kind of stuff. Because I feel like. Out of everyone, I feel like James and Lily probably had the best coping system. I don't think Sirius or Ramus did, because, as we know, they're not no. very good at coping. <laughs> Sirius is a oh, alcoholic. I have no idea what you're talking about. Sirius you know, is an African you know alcoholic. You know something that I saw today, or not today, like yesterday, that made me really sad? It was in my story, so you probably saw it. When Ramus said that Lily was there for him when no one else was... Someone said that was probably when everyone thought he was the traitor, and that made me sad. That yeah, was they asked a lot. I did not need to know that. It's, I mean, I agree with it. I always write Lily as not. I always write Sirius as like having his doubts, and Lily as being the only one who's like standing there saying, "No, Remus is not the traitor." So yeah. I've always kind of headcanoned that, like, or I've always kind of headcanoned. 
that James almost kind of made the secret keeper decision without Lily, because I think Lily might have suspected Peter, because I don't think she ever would have suspected Ramus. So she would have kind of thought it was Peter, and then she might have, like, said something to James, and then he was like, what? No, what are you talking about? And then he kind of, then he just kind of switched serious with Peter on his own, and then that led it. And then he was like, oh shit, Lily was right. Yeah. I think that, um, I think... I think that there's a scale. You have Lily, then Sirius, then James. Sirius was kind of caught in between his loyalty to Ramus and his loyalty to James because he was extremely loyal to both, especially if you think they were together. Mm-hmm. And yeah. James just wanted to protect his family, so he was going to... So he was kind of like, yes, I'm right about this because he didn't want to be wrong. That brings me to another thing real quick. That's why I'm, like, I think I wrote something about this. I don't really know. I'm really tired right now. But I kind of think that, um, the reason why Wolfstar actually gets really toxic at points is because they're probably fine during their years of Hogwarts. But once the war happens and they're not being able to communicate with each other properly, everything goes downhill because, as we know, they are not good at communicating. They are not good at coping. So that would have let everything down. And I think Ramus always thought that Sirius would always be more loyal to James and Lily than he would to anyone else. That's why I never really understood Ramus thinking Sirius was the traitor. But the thing is, that's why I think that Wolfstar would have been really, really difficult for them to get back together after Sirius was out of Azkaban. Because all that trust, Sirius would know that Ramus didn't trust him for 12 years and actually over 12 years, probably more like 15 years, and I feel like once you don't have trust in a relationship, it's not gonna work. As much as I love Wolfstar, it's the truth. That's how relationships work. So, I actually, I actually, because I don't like canon, so I usually go away from canon with that. I think that talks, I think that Wolfstar is usually written toxic, but I think but I think that Sirius was usually caught between his loyalty to Remus and James, and that it wasn't as much toxic as it mu- as it was to people who were taught not to communicate. And I've always thought that people like that can get outside help and maybe help each other with that sort yeah, of Yeah, I'm talking about in canon, technically, but adding the relationship yeah. into it, because we all have to... Ast- I mean, like, this is off-topic completely, but... We all have to realize, like, as much as we all hate J.K. Rowling, there is the actual books that we do need. We do get most of our information from. Obviously, Mirage fandom is completely different because they're mentioned maybe thirty times, and then we're all over here like Marlene McKinnon, Dorcas Meadows, the people that were mentioned yeah. once in the freaking series are our favorite characters. But like, so obviously that's different. But like, when we're talking about like. Ramus and Sirius's relationship, even if it's just platonic or if it's an actual like romantic relationship, you have to like almost take things into consideration of canon because there was a written plot that led to both their deaths and their just stories in general. So it's not like I'm like ignoring the fact that um fanon is a thing. It's more like you gotta acknowledge some of canon to make anything happen. <laughs> Or you can do what I do and make them live happily ever after. I don't like making anyone happy because I'm a sad human being. (laughs) You guys take forever. Can I say something now? Yeah. 
<laughs> you guys have been going back and forth about literally like I don't know, ten minutes, and I've been dying to say something. There is a reason why my friend and I, when we created our roleplay that we did, that series three had their ups and downs during Hogwarts, and they decided that no, we're going to be better at talking with each other and communicating, and so they did, and that's why in ours they kind of have things a lot better, and uh, how we have also planned that we haven't gotten to that part and we haven't talked it, uh, and we haven't roleplayed in like months. But we were planning originally that James was going to turn to a stag and just stab Voldemort, so James stabbed. <laughs> I love that. That's one of my things, that Thank if what didn't exist. There was a post back a few years ago that was like, if you don't think that James Potter would have at least... Tr- like, why didn't James just turn into a stag? Not even freaking yeah. Voldemort would expect there to just be a fucking stag in someone's living room. Oh, yeah. Or do you think we based it upon... <laughs> I read a one shot where it was Voldemort was like walking into the house thinking I have planned out every route and then he just comes to a stack. I love that. See big brain moves. But yeah. And conclusion is just that we decided that we were gonna make them more communicated. It's in the headlines the next day and we're gonna pretend that wizards know about muggles just for that. Yes. The Dark Lord killed by Bambi. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. By the way, can I just quickly just say um, a song that is very much like James Potter Deluxe is Stare at the Headlights by Owl City. Listen to it. You're going to burst out laughing listening to the lyrics. It's it's James, literally. You know what I want to do? I want to do a little Jilly Drabble where, because I saw this on the but I do a Julie Drabble where um, they walk into a restaurant and then James shrieks because there's a deer head on the wall. Okay, to make sure this episode isn't to make sure this episode isn't like four hours long, um, we're gonna wrap up the conversation about the Battle of Hogwarts. Milo, do you have anything you want to say about the Battle of Hogwarts before we end this segment? Um, no, you guys pretty much covered it. Sorry, I'm not feeling the best with socializing and all today. Yes, just tired. You guys pretty much said the exact same things I was thinking. Yeah, we're all kind of dying a little inside. We're not doing well, but yeah. it's okay. We're going to film one more uh, episode after this. a headache for the past days. <laughs> okay, we're well, all back in person in school. Yep. It's frustrating. Um, hold on. I'm okay, next, it, it, we're going to do a new segment. It's my segment. Because I'm apparently doing a segment this now. My segment is Casey's story times. So, I'm gonna pick a random story time coming to my head right now, and I'm gonna share. Okay, so, um, one time, <laughs> there was these four people, and they decided to make a podcast. And one of them <laughs> really, really liked to sit in the shower whilst recording the podcast. <laughs> At fucking three in the morning. And then the other one, one of the other ones would just like do whatever the fuck they wanted, and then the other two would yell at both everyone in general to just go to sleep. And also that one person who likes to sleep in the shower just happened names to be named Jet. I don't know if you guys know who Jet is, but Anyways, Jet likes to sleep in the shower, and I think Jet sleeps better when they are in the shower. 
that's my story time for today, kids. Because I did not plan a story time because I didn't know I was going to be doing a story time on both episodes we're recording today. And I only have one plan for the next yeah. episode. But anyways, we're going to get into our... Th- I wasn't planning on being a personal attack today. Thank you. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry, Jet. I sleep better under my bed. Okay, we're good. Well, okay, now we're going to get we're going to get into our third segment, which is How Well Do You Know the Battle of Hogwarts Quiz on Pod... It's not Pottermore anymore. It's WizardingWorld.com. Anyway, it's in the general chat if the three of you want to get that up. Don't go ahead or I will actually hurt you. Thank you and good night. I just got on the link. Okay. Well, I'm hitting start now and I'm going to... I haven't clicked start. start. I am just... I haven't Where clicked start. There we go. Scroll down. There it is. Okay. Which which pub provides a secret passage to Hogwarts? I'll give you on five, four, three, two, one. The correct answer is the Hogshead. Anyways, next question. The Blind Pig would have been a nice name. Yeah. Yeah. How does Dumbledore's army alert its members that the battle is about to start? Five, four. Wait, do I remember this? Two, one. And the correct answer is enchanted coins. Next question. Whose grandmother appears at the (laughs) castle ready for the fight? I love her for that. (laughs) Um, Same. (laughs) I know who it is. Okay. Three, two, one. It's Neville Longbottom, guys. True or false, Professor McGonagall uses the spell Peertotum Locomotor to bring statues and suits of armor to life. Can I do a quick, quick mini, mini thing that happened at school? Go ahead. Um, really quick. As, you, as some people know, I go cosplay, and my teacher um, has been working on a McGonagall cosplay, and she had a photo shoot yesterday, and I was... Yeah, yesterday it was, and... Uh, I was on this like chosen subject thing and we were looking out the window and me and a few others we like I didn't get that starstruck because I had seen some of it before but one of them were like so starstruck because you know she was cosplaying Minerva McGonagall (laughs) (laughs) and I just find it kind of cool the correct answer was true she did use that spell anyway if I can hear that one of you is going ahead and I hate you what couple had their first kiss during the battle of Hogwarts Five, I'm still going over three, this. Two, one. It's Ron and Hermione. Next question. What student is seen that. being bitten by Fenrir? Fen- oh, oh my god. Fenrir Greyback. Fenrir. <laughs> three, two, one. It's Lavender Brown. Sorry, I got an email. Kind of. Like Fenrir comes from the Nordic, from the Norse mythology wolf. Who tells Harry that dying is quicker and easier than falling asleep? Owie. Five, four, three, two, one. It's serious Marie Black. Stop saying that, Casey, please. No. Select all that apply. Which of the following yeah. horcruxes are destroyed during the Battle of Hogwarts? I believe that's all. Hold on. Yeah. Okay, I think I got this. Yes! Okay. You know people are right. 
Am I right? I was right. Okay, the correct answer is Hufflepuff's Cup, Nagini, and Ravenclaw's Diadem. Which is the last spell Harry uses Sad against Voldemort? I wonder. If you don't get this, you are a terrible human being. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One, it's Expelliarmus, because that's the only spell that The next question is going to make you sad. Which Weasley did die? Either. I feel the need to cry. Yeah, I agree with my love. The correct answer is Fred. Next question. Who is stunned by No, Luna? neither. Who is stunned by Luna Lovegood in the Ravenclaw common room? Oh, I know this. Which one is it? I don't remember this. Shit. I haven't read the seventh thought- book in forever. I literally know this. I just need to think. Okay. Um. Five, four, three, two, one. The correct answer is Electo Caro. Is Electo? Is that their name? Is that how you say it? Caro. Oh. Um. Next question. Which student is be- seen pushing past first years to get to the front of the evacuation queue? I don't know, but that person should shut the beep up. <laughs> no, I do know. I just need to think. <laughs> I'm just going to guess. Five, four, three, two, one. It's Zachariah Smith. We don't like him, apparently, though. No, that's a who, bitchy move. Who suggests... Keeping a few Slytherins hostage. <laughs> I don't remember who, I just think it's funny. <laughs> I think I know who it is, because I'm just going to guess based on their, like, how they are. I already guessed. Oh, I want to know. so dead at. Um. Huh. Oh, well. Hold on, give me like one second. I'm thinking. I know this. It's in my little files in my head. I just gotta find the right file. Okay, see, I'm going to just take to you if you if you keep spending more time because you keep saying five Professor Trelawney is a queen in the Battle of Hogwarts. Just putting that right there. I'm not on question twenty-two. Bro, why is it not letting me click? It's not letting me click on the answer. Okay, well, five, four, three, two, one. It's Abbeforth Dumbledore. I thought it was Lee Jordan. Same. Next question. What is Peeve... What? What is Peeve seen dropping on the Death Eaters? Oh, I got it wrong. What? Oh, (laughs) I knew that. Five, four, three, two, one. I don't even know how to say that. Snarkle of pods? Puffs? Pods? Oh, pods. Okay, we're good. Next question. Who cast the Fiend Fire curse? God, I think... Is it? Okay. Five... Four, three, two, one. It's crab. Who leads the Hogwarts house elves into battle? 
It's creature. Next question. Select all that apply. And he says four monster regulus, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Select all that apply. How does Lord Voldemort attack Neville during the battle? If this is a okay, one of them is so specific. Yeah, one of them is so specific. Um. I think. Okay. Is everyone okay? Is everyone ready? Because that was kind of one you had to think about. Yeah. Which one were you guys on? I knew it was you who went ahead, bitch. <laughs> anyway, the character well, number seventeen. Body bind curse is... and sets the sorting hat on fire that... with never oh, wearing yeah. it. Okay, next question. After the battle, who creates a distraction to let Harry sneak away from the crowd? That was so sweet. Five, four, three, two, one. It was Luna! Anyways, next question. What a queen. How many Patronuses does Professor McGonagall cast at once? Okay, this is... I gotta count now. (laughs) Hold on. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. It was three. Did you get it? Yeah. Select all that apply. Which Hogwarts staff members are tasked with overseeing the evacuation? Okay. I got that one wrong. Of course you did. Well, because I thought that it was someone else, but it wasn't. I got one of them right, though. Why do I feel like... I'm doing the two that make the most sense. Oh, I got it right. Okay. <laughs> Five, four, See, I three, didn't think... Two, one. It's Filch and Pump- uh, Madam Pumphrey. I could have sworn yeah. that... Slughorn was also tasked with that. He was told to lead his students out of the hall, but then he wasn't. Oh, he was fighting. No, because the, mm. no, because no, I think no, he, the Slytherins were led to the dungeons, and then the and Slughorn was p- p- casting predictive charms with the others. Uh, what weapon does Professor Trelawney use against Fenrir Greyback? <laughs> I love this one. It was beautiful. Five, four, three, two. One, it's crystal balls. Select all that apply. That was so beautiful. Successfully casting their Patronus against the Dementors. I'll give you a hint on who it's not. Already know that. (laughs) I got this question right, and I was so proud of myself. I clicked on more than one, but it didn't let me do that. Okay, the correct answer was Ernie McClellan. One right. Seamus Finnegan and Luna Lovegood. Who are Voldemort's final? What are Vo, uh, what are Voldemort's final words to Severus Snape? Oh, 
I knew this one. I'm trying to remember the order of the speech now. <laughs> you um, don't have. Ow. Five, four, three, two, one. It was, I regret it. Didn't realize, I got that one wrong. I don't pay attention to Because it was right after Snape, it was right after Snape died, and then he was like, I regret it, and then he walked from the room. None of the rest of us regretted it, though. (laughs) No, Who is the first to see Harry's dead body when Hagger brings him out of the forest? Oh, I got that one wrong. Wait, I have to admit, only Ginny really reacted, like, hugely, like, yeah. shouldn't your best friends maybe act a little more? McGonagall, so, what the heck? That's not okay. What type of what is the wand? Yeah, when my mother died, I just stared at uses lamp, to vanquish so. Voldemort. I did not expect to get this one right, but I did. I got it wrong. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. It's Hawthorne. I'm not I'm not that smart, apparently. I got a 76%. I got 21 out of 25. I got 20 out of 25, so I scored 80%. I got 23 out of 25, and I got 92%. I got Hogwarts Hero. Me too. Um, I don't want the portrait of Albus Dumbledore we- weeping at my joy. I don't want that either. Thank you. I don't you. Okay, we're going to be taking... Can I start talk with Remus? I want to meet my buddy. I want to meet my... <laughs> my okay, myself. so we're going to be taking one more quiz. Once I send everyone the link, this one... Actually... Okay, so this one that we're gonna be taking is a BuzzFeed quiz. We love Bud- BuzzFeed. Ow. Sorry. We like it better than Pottermore. We do. Sure, give true. me two seconds, though. Okay. okay. How is, how is it? Hold on, so I'm sending it in a second. Okay, so this one is would or can you survive the Battle of Hogwarts? We'll see, I guess. Ooh. I'm oh my gonna... god. <laughs> Milo has no faith in themselves. No, I don't. I'm gonna probably fall asleep or something. Well, um, I wouldn't want to survive if I'm gonna be honest. Mood. <laughs> one of my friends, one of my friends, after. I said I make no one sad they were like well are you suicidal and then I was like no and then they were like sad if you are ouch my foot's asleep why do I have like, the friends I have and it's like I'm I'm offended I just have to you know quickly move to the to the hallway Okay, so I'm going to read the thing now. Um, so we have to pick between two characters to play as. We're either going to play 
as one character sees an 18-year-old Gryffindor. They're scared. And then they take the hand of the boy next to them, which is named Wilbur. He's 17-year-old Hufflepuff. And he's scared, too. So which one are you going to play as? I'm going to play as first one because Gryffindor. I'm playing as Wilbur. Okay. I'm going to play as the first one because of the name. Okay, it's May 1st, 1998. The Dark Lord Voldemort has made his Harry Potter be handed over by midnight, not on Professor McGonagall's watch. Waving her wand, she orders the suits of armor to protect the school and beams. I've always wanted to use that spell. That's the best line of the whole series. Thank you. Charmed Master Julius <laughs> Liquid stands in the Hogwarts courtyard. Wand raised. He is joined by Horace Leghorn and, and Molly Weasley, Protego, Maxima, yeah, all the spells. Their words require a near... Im- Pertinent protective barrier around Hogwarts. Um, the car, the courtyard is chaos of anxious witches and wizards hurrying to prepare for battle. You turn to Professor McGonagall, her gaze following the army of enchanted armor marching out onto the thingy, the the bridge. Um, where can I, where can I help, Professor? I was hoping you'd stay. We can need all, we need all the help we can get. You can either help Neville blow up the bridge or steal the Hogwarts, or seal the Hogshead Tunnel. The shield won't hold you forever. Which one are you gonna do, bridge I'm and just, tunnel? I'm, just, I'm doing the tunnel because I'm a scaredy cat. I'm doing I'm the bridge. I'm just putting this out there. If you choose the bridge, don't be selfish. I'm and just say, Alondra, you say that a lot. I'm just going to put this out there. At the bridge, yeah, you are in a large band of Death Eaters. Oh, wait, so this, the, now they're going to be... It's the, because... The, now it's going to be different a little bit, so I'm just going to read what I have, and then they can do the quiz as they want. At the bridge, Gabe, you are in a large band of Death Eaters. Wait beyond the barrier, rabid. <laughs> Seamus gives you two bombs, telling you to place them on the main support beams underneath the bridge. Hurry, Seamus sounds, as you climb onto the wooden struts with several other students. You hear the war cry as the Death Eaters charge and realize the barrier has fallen. Get out of there. You see another student struggling to climb. She reaches out for you, but there isn't much time. You can climb and try to save yourself or take her hand and stay. I'm going to take her hand because I'm a nice person. Okay, I'm gonna let. Th- uh, they're probably reading and answering. I... Yeah, I chose the tunnel, so. Yeah, you guys. Oh, I died. I just got put in a love story with Oliver Wood. We love that for you. I died. Okay, you take her hand and pull her towards you, realizing all the explosives are concentrated around the far end of the bridge. You head for the castle wall, moving quickly along the strut. The bridge explodes, coming. To her senses, the witch takes up her wand and shouts Protego as you reach the wall, conjuring a shield that protects you from the heat and repel of the blast. She thanks you for staying with her, and you thank her for saving you. You climb up on the deck where Neville, Hermione, Seamus, and others are already rushing back to join the fray. You notice a shiny object peering out from the end of the bridge, but the others are are shouting at you to join them. Do you take the shiny object or join the others? I died. I'm just going to say that now. I'm going to join the others. The battle has begun in earnest. Giants attack the viaduct. Well, Death Eaters sling curses at those gathered in the quad. Stone and fire explode all around you. You hear one last scream. From the battlements, Kingsley Shacklebolt shouts from reformments. You pass by Oliver Ward in a cavalry of 
Quidditch players. As you prepare to form an aerial defense, you run to the stairs to join Kingsley when you see a wizard unconscious next to a fireball. Wood looks back at you. We could use your help if your game. Your heart skips a beat and you doubt anyone has ever said no to Oliver Wood. <laughs> to the battlement. Um, or to the skies. This is quite the story. I'm gonna say to the battlements, because I like heights. Um, on the battlements, Arthur Weasley and Kingsley dish out a stunning array of spells and curses driving back Voldemort's forces with thrilling powers. For a moment, you find yourself transfixed until the Death Eater apparates in front of you, wanderers. Hard stop, but you manage to dodge her killing curse. Now it's your turn. Kill or disarm disarm because <laughs> i don't like killing people apparently expelliarmus you shout knocking the death eater wand out of the grass before you cast a super spy that throws her into the wall and knocks her unconscious your first instant is to retrieve the wand but you turn around to see kingsley struggling against a large death eater um and wonder if he needs help i'm gonna get the wand <laughs> As you reach for the wrong back when he explodes underneath you, killing you instantly right in the face. I died! I'm in a gay love story with Oliver Wood. I love that for you. Anyways, I I think we all just are dead, apparently. (laughs) We made some wrong choices, guys. But anyway... I don't know if they're still taking the quiz or not, but I'm going to get into our last segment because I'm really tired, and we still have another episode to film today, and I am I need a nap. Um. Anyway, promo time! Okay, so we have an Instagram for the podcast. It is at Maraudcast, and we also have a TikTok. It's at Maraudcast. Now, my promo, but before we get into that, I just hit 800 followers on Instagram. Woohoo! My Instagram is at starsandmoon2218. My Wattpad is maplejuice and, ra- and starsandmoon2218. And, the- and yeah, go ahead, Milo. Oh, wait, I also have an AO... Hold on, hold on, I'm sorry. I have an AO3. It's also at starsandmoon2218. I keep forgetting I have an AO3. Anyways, go ahead, Milo. I'm sorry. You're good. My Instagram is at underscore seriously serious. Um, I'm going to post on my AO3 soon. So when I do, I'll let you guys... That's great. Okay, next I'm going to have Jet go. Uh, yeah, my Instagram is at wolfwood underscore ed underscore dogstar. I have a back account. You don't need to follow that one, but that is wolfdog and star moon. Don't get them confused. Uh, I have an AO3 called Jettis01. And I have a TikTok, which is Jettis Cosplay and... Uh, I you know, lately all I do is cosplay Remus Lupin and promote the podcast. So do with that what you will. <laughs> Thank you. Go ahead, Alondra. Okay. Um, my Instagram is praying underscore four underscore Wednesday. I'm probably going to change my username soon because I'm not part of the supernatural fandom anymore. My um, my other. Instagram, my writing Instagram is um, Alondra. So is my um, my Ao3. Um, I apparently post. I apparently post poetry too. And um, and 
My TikTok is Alondre595. I have a wish list in my link tree and my Instagram. So if you guys want to buy that, by the way, thanks for the rings, ring, guys. I've been wearing it every day. <laughs> okay, thank you. And it makes a good. I just have one last thing. Go and ahead. it makes a good weapon when walking home from school because I can just poke people. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. We are almost done with season one, which is insane. But anyways. We have seasons? Yep, we have seasons. They <laughs> <laughs> just are finding this out now. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed the episode, and I hope to see you back in the next one. Mischief managed.